Hey there, it's Tom Ryan, founder and CEO of ICR. Before we get into the next episode, I wanted to ask that you subscribe to the show. It'll help us get even more unique and interesting guests on the podcast and in turn continue to educate management teams and the growing ecosystem that creates value for fast-growing private and public companies. And while you're at it, head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star rating. Very much appreciated. The energy drink has had so many entries over the years. And so when this opportunity presented itself, quite honestly, it was like, okay, what is this? And then I started listening and hearing about the healthfulness of the product, how the gap in the marketplace, and it clearly was like, okay, that's interesting. That's really different. How do you build a brand that stands out in a crowded marketplace? You innovate, you differentiate, and you use any marketing advantage that you might have. That collective team you know, came together with this vision of putting Azoa together, and uh, they've done an amazing job. But you mentioned their reach and their global reach. Collectively, they have almost a half a billion followers worldwide. Being a public company can be hard. Small missteps can have outsized consequences. I'm Tom Ryan, founder and CEO of ICR, and over the last 20 years, we've helped thousands of companies understand and navigate the stock market and the media. We'll demystify these and other increasingly complex stakeholder groups so you can focus on what you do best, building your company, and unlocking your true potential. This is Welcome to the Arena. If you're going to jump into the highly competitive beverage market with a new brand, you better have a great team behind you. And that's exactly what today's guest has. In this episode, we're sitting down with Mike Pengyu, who has been CEO of Zoa Energy since its launch in March of 2021. Prior to Zoa, Mike was the Senior Vice President and General Manager for the Emerging Brands Group at Keurig Dr. Pepper. And he came to Keurig Dr. Pepper from Buy Brands, where he was Chief Strategy Officer and was instrumental in the $1.65 billion sale to Dr. Pepper Snapple. Mike also spent 20 years at Nestle Waters North America in a variety of positions. His last role there was Executive Vice President, leading the $5 billion brand portfolio that included Perrier Pellegrino, Nestle's Pure Life, Poland Springs, Ozarka, and Deer Park, among others. Mike joined me to share the story of Zoa Energy and the amazing founders he's working with. We also discuss why this new drink is standing out from the pack and growing at breakneck speed. Let's enter the arena with Mike Pankyu. There's a, a major gap in energy uh, kind of underneath this umbrella of healthfulness and, and healthy energy. And ZOA was developed, and we'll talk about our, our founders, Dwayne Johnson, Danny Garcia, John Shulman, in a moment. But they saw that gap in the marketplace and especially the lifestyle that our, our founders lead, you know, that there was an opportunity to really launch something that had the things that they were looking for, you know, something that was, you know, low, low in calories, something that had branched chain amino acids, a variety of B vitamins. Uh, it was launched in the midst of COVID. So, you know, immunity, an immunity package with a vitamin 
vitamin C, among other things, um, natural caffeine coming from green coffee and green tea. You know, those are all the kind of the underpinnings of what Zoa is all about. And it's it has hit the market in a way kind of perfectly with what the consumer is looking for. You mentioned it briefly, but obviously Dwayne Johnson is uh, a face, if not the face of the brand. But maybe talk about the other founders and, and also their collective reach into social media is so unique and amazing. And hang on one second, Mike, because I got to do this. I'm ready. I'm go. ready to roll. I've got the pre-energy <laughs> workout, BlackBerry, I'm pumped up. But talk a little bit about uh, the founders and kind of their reach. And it's just like, it's an amazing group. Yeah, you know, they are an amazing group and they are truly founders, okay? I've worked with celebrity people that endorse a brand in my past and this is a completely different experience with clearly Dwayne, but Danny Garcia uh, is absolutely amazing in her own right. The chairwoman of the emerging XFL, by the way, Dave Ramsey, uh, her husband, he is the fitness guru for Dwayne Johnson himself. And then there's John Shulman, the principal manager of Juggernaut, the capital partners. And so that collective team, you know, came together with this vision of putting Zoa, uh, Zoa together. And uh, they've done an amazing job, each of them bringing so much to the party. But you mentioned the their reach and their global reach. Collectively, they have almost a half a billion followers. DJ alone has got 350 million on in Instagram alone. So, you know, it, it's just such a powerful force that we work with and they work the brand. I mean, they are truly involved in the brand on just about a daily basis um, on every aspect of the brand. So uh, they don't, you know, manage from afar. They know all the ingredients. Uh, we taste every single new flavor. I mean, so they are intimately Im- involved in all things Zoa. How did the opportunity come to you? What did you see in it based on your, you know, 20 plus years in the industry that you felt, wow, we could really make this thing uh, into something special? Well, you know, I think fortunate enough in my in my career, I've been basically in beverage for you know, too many years, right? You know, you know, going on 25, 30 years. And, you know, you see a lot of brands come and go. You see the underpinnings of what what can bring success. And listen, the energy drink has had so many entries over, over the years. And there's definitely more that aren't here any longer than that are here. And so when this opportunity presented itself, quite honestly, it was like, okay, what is this? Is this just another me too of what's in the marketplace? And then I started listening and hearing about of what uh, this is all about, about the healthfulness of the product, how the gap in the marketplace, what the ingredients are going to, the efficacy of what is in the product. It clearly was like, okay, that's interesting. That's really different. And then there's the name Zoa itself, which is, wow, that's, that's very cool. And then it was, okay, well, how are you going to market? Okay, because that's a that's a big deal. Like, okay, well, you know, who's your partner? And then uh, it was like, well, we're we're talking with Molson Coors, and they're they're going to come on as our national partner. Like, okay, wow, that that's something different. <laughs> like, like, uh, okay, that's that's huge. And then finally, it was the founders that we just talked about. And you know, when you when you finally hear about you know Dave Ramsey and John Shulman and Danny Garcia, and then obviously Dwayne Johnson and their their vision for the brand and their involvement in the brand. You know, it was really those three things, you know, the product, our distribution capability, and then our founders. 
That's awesome. How are people supposed to connect with this? Like Zoa, the name is amazing, as you mentioned. What's the brand connection there? The underpinnings is, you know, not just about energy, okay, uh, but positive energy. What Zoa can do for you to bring about a great feeling. And and the the product itself truly does that. Not just, okay, we got natural caffeine from green tea and Greek coffee, which it is a great delivery mechanism, by the way. But the B vitamins, you know, the B12, the B6, you know, these B vitamins just give you a, just a general, man, I feel just really good, you know, versus traditional energy, you kind of get that boom splat. Like, okay, I just sucked down an energy drink. The underpinnings of the traditional energy kind of have this aura of being unhealthy. You know, this is not us, you know, this, our aura is healthfulness. It's clean, you know, and it is that overall feeling of, of positive energy. And what comes back from consumers, Tom, all the time is that positive feeling. You know, I, I just feel good when I drink it. I feel very, very positive. And so that was very much in the the recipe of what Zoa is, the the ingredients, how it tastes, how it makes you feel, and it comes through in the actual product. And so that's what it's all about. And it's really resonating with, uh, with consumers in a big way. Yeah, you can tell it's kind of like honesty, authenticity, but then this kind of natural vibe, you know, it, it's really cool. Talk about like the category that you're playing in, like how fast is it growing? Obviously, there's a market share battle, but I think you're kind of growing the market, right? Yeah, this category overall has just been, you know, tremendous. I mean, it's amazing that Red Bull's been around for 25 years. We still kind of think of energy as as an up and coming category, and it is still up and coming. Um, you know, and the category is broken up into kind of this more traditional energy, the monsters, the Red Bulls of the world, and then this healthful uh, side of it. The overall category is growing 12% this year. You know, I would say year to date, but it's December. Okay, so it's you know it's going to be a solid 12% growth on a category that's $17 billion. So it's a sizable category growing in that, that double-digit range, which is, is tremendous. But when you dissect the layer below that, traditional is still growing. So that's in that 5 to 7% growth range, which is huge in, in, a, in a category that big. But the real exponential growth is coming from this healthy energy, which is growing at 200%. And so the beginning of the year, healthy energy represented only about 3% of total energy of that $17 billion. We're going to end the year at 10% of the total category, and we expect it in two years to be 30%. So it's driving 66% of the total energy growth. And, and you, you touched upon it. It's not stealing share. Our objective isn't to steal share from Red Bull or Monster. Our customers don't want, Walmart doesn't want us to steal share from them. None of our customers want, they want us to bring in new users. And there are so many consumers that have been sitting on the sidelines thinking, you know, kind of having, unfortunately, the perception that, you know, uh, energy drinks are, have this unhealthy quality about them. You know, this is opening up the door of, no, no, you, you know, you can have a product that is, is good, is good for you, that is got B vitamins and antioxidants and natural caffeine, uh, zero sugar. You know, so you have these these male consumers that that were on the sidelines and mainly female consumers. You know, women who have, have never been part of the category are coming into the category. And that's what's driving the a lot of that top line. You know, Zoa alone has brought in 
1.7 million new households to the category this year. So just since our introduction of the power of our founders, with the, the, the efficacy and the taste of our product, you know, we got new people that partake in the, um, in the category that are now using it, core heavy loyals to the, uh, to the ZOA brand. When I think about Dwayne Johnson, I'm thinking about he's going to have one of these before and after he works out. But um, for the average person, you can see this as a substitute for coffee or even water. So it just seems like your total addressable market, it's much bigger than what might meet the eye, right? Very, very much so. Yeah. It does check a lot of boxes to your point. You know, you know, you've got your electrolytes in there from a hydration standpoint. You've got your vitamins and you know, your branch chain amino acids and, and, uh, and obviously some natural energy. So it does. And that's that expandable market. Exactly. Like you said, Tom. And again, our customers are seeing that, you know, they're seeing that in this growing healthy energy uh, segment. So. Another important point is the household penetration. So energy, even though it's been around, as we mentioned before, for, uh, for a while, the household penetration is only 33%. So out of the, the addressable market of 100% of consumers in the United States, only 33% of households actually engage in the category. Now, it's up three percentage points just this year. So you look at a $17 billion segment at only 33% household penetration. That's bigger than isotonics, being bigger than Gatorade. It's, that's uh, only yeah, a $10 billion uh, segment. It's bigger than juices. Bottled water has got a 92% household penetration, and it's $23 billion. Okay, a little bit bigger than energy, but it's 92% household penetration. So, yeah. You know, you look at the upside opportunity driven by, you know, healthy energy and it's a, it's a very, very exciting space. Yeah. Well, listen, from here, it's all about execution and building the team. But what blew my mind is, you know, you started about a year and a half ago and, you know, here you are and, and whatever numbers you're comfortable sharing just to give people an idea of kind of where you are right now. Yeah. It's been a bit of a rocket ship, you know, in a very, very fun way. We... We started last year, just last May, you know, launching on uh, on Amazon and launching throughout the Molson network, growing our ACV, growing our distribution in the Walmarts of the world and 7-Eleven and Publix and GNC. And we continue, we're, we're gaining C-Store distribution and all that has been fantastic. Costco has been a, a great partner of ours, but overall, you know, we'll finish uh, this year, you know, over uh, $80 million in gross revenue. And collectively since our start, we'll be, you know, over $120 million so far. So, you know, we're really uh, doing quite well in a diversity of channels. You know, uh, we are the the fastest growing retail uh, brand to reach $50 million in retail. And that doesn't uh, account for our Amazon business or our Costco business. You know, so those are unmeasured channels that are not part of those, those numbers. So, and, you know, the thing is, Tom, it's, you know, it, as much as it's been a great start, it, it's just that, it's just a start. It's very exciting looking at the opportunities in front of us, but also looking at, hey, we're, we're off to a very, very good uh, start. And, you know, it's all about, you can get trial. Anybody with, with a lot of money can get by trial, okay? But if the consumer's not going to repeat, you got nothing. So it doesn't, doesn't matter unless they come back. And our repeat numbers are fantastic. The loyalty that we've earned already on Amazon, the, the star ratings that we have on Amazon, the consumers coming back into the Costco business, uh, and all of our uh, customers uh, seeking out ZOA uh, and repeating on it has been very, very strong.
Given Zoa's celebrity founders and their followers, there's already some hefty marketing firepower built into the company. But with their big campaigns around the Super Bowl and the Olympics, I wanted to know how Mike and the team prioritized their marketing dollars. We're not resting on the the power of our, our founders and, and as strong as they are and being able to get a great ZOA message out, out there. You know, it is still about building brand awareness, you know, and we have been fortunate to be on not just the Olympics, but summer and winter Olympics, you know, that last year we're right next to each other because of COVID. You know, we were also on the pregame of, uh, of the Super Bowl this year. So those are big events. We are also just coming off off of um, a partnership with Black Adam, Dwayne Johnson's movie uh, that has had you know worldwide success, and we had specialty cans on Black Adam, and so you know yeah, from a marketing standpoint, we have leaned in in a in a very big way, being able to do things. Quite honestly, not many brands in their infancy as they're just starting out are on the Olympics or on the Super Bowl. So those things um, are, you know, we don't take those lightly and we've been very fortunate, but we're not done. We've got great equity that's going into next year. We've got new influencers that are going to be talking about the brand. We've got a specific new marketing campaign that's going to be coming out next year. Uh, We got new flavors that we're going to be launching, you know, so we've, you know, we've got a lot of really exciting stuff coming up in, in 2023 as well. What is the potential from kind of where you are now into different extensions and flavors and things like that? Because the the product that I've seen is seems super varied and I saw a bunch of different sizes and what, like, where can you go from here? Yeah. Well, a couple of learnings and like any startup, you're going to have your learnings. And one of the learnings is that our consumers were looking for, for fruit forward flavors, not easy to say. And so we launched white peach, which I'm enjoying right now and tropical punch in January uh, as a, a line extension in our zero sugar line and they quickly became our number one and number two flavors so like blew it out of the water we did a limited edition uh, in August on on Amazon um, a cherry limeade and we thought we would have roughly about two and a half three months worth of inventory in three weeks it was sold out it was gone. And so, you know, we're leaning more into just this uh, very robust, very fruit forward flavors. Cherry Limeade was such a huge success. And we've got a couple other new flavors that are going to be uh, be launching in, in January as well. And so these new flavors are really rock stars right now. And as we continue to bring in new users, they're looking for increased flavor proliferation and, and to try new things, uh, which has been great. As far as sizes, so uh, a peek underneath the tent on when we we launched. We launched in a 16 ounce container. In full transparency, it's not the container we wanted to launch in. You know, we wanted to launch in, in a 12 ounce, but the marketplace didn't have any inventory. You know, um, can production had been maxed. As, you know, with the, with the spike seltzers of the world and the Trulies and White Claws. Oh my and God! Had yeah. eaten up any. 12 ounce can in the mar- in the marketplace. So we uh, secured 16 ounce, but we wanted the launch. We didn't want to wait until we had, had uh, the ability to buy a 12 ounce can. So we launched in 16 ounce and 16 ounce did very, very well. Uh, and we, we've seen great success. But in the time that we've launched 16 ounce, the marketplace has freed up on, on 12 ounce. Uh, we have got a great relationship with Ball Container right now, um, an exclusive supplier of ours. And so we've launched 12 ounce in Costco. 
So Costco has got our 12-ounce container, and we are launching throughout the the Molson network, the 12-ounce container. And what we're finding is that it's a very approachable size for both men and women. You know, the 16-ounce is is just that. It's just a bigger vessel. You know, it's a it's a lot. From a guy's standpoint, 12-ounce is perfect. And from a female standpoint, it's also a more approachable uh, size as well. So it opens up the door just a little bit wider, especially in this healthy energy space, to bring in more consumers. And so uh, we're still going to have the 16-ounce. So we're not walking away from that. But this just increases our portfolio and our offering to include a 12-ounce size as well. Yeah, I'm halfway through the uh, pre-workout energy supplement, the BlackBerry, and I love the packaging and the size and kind of the sleekness of the can. It's a great look and a great, great packaging, I think. That was our first full-on line extension off of base Zoa. And so Zoa Plus is exactly what you said, Tom. It, you know, it's a pre-workout. It has got an increased level of branched chain amino acids. It's got a plethora of uh, vitamins and nutrients. It's got uh, nitri- nitric oxide to increase blood flow you know, from a, a pre-workout standpoint. It's got a higher level of caffeine. It's got 200 milligrams of natural, of natural caffeine. It was completely designed by Dave Ramsey, one of our, our founders, professional bodybuilder, Builder, health coach, and we launched it on Amazon and exclusive at GNC. And it is doing very, very well. We've got three flavors and uh, and potentially a new flavor coming out next year in, in Zoa Plus as, uh, as well. Well, it tastes great. And I'll tell you what, if a, a half marathon breaks out right now, I'm ready to go. I'm, I'm, feeling, the, <laughs> I'm feeling the positive energy. <laughs> it works. It really does. It works. So you talked about uh, like any brand when it gets started, you know, there's adjustments around the edges that you have to make with product and distribution and everything. What are kind of the couple of challenges that you're addressing right now? Well, I think the first challenge for any leader is to first surround yourself self with great people. Okay. And um, I've got a great team. You know, they make me look good every single day. And, and that team has been able to have the agility that a small upstart company needs. And every every company needs agility. Coming from a Nestle, you know, big company, yeah, you're you're agile, but you know, when you're in something like this, it's very different. And you have to have that mental mindset and you have to surround your people that have got every show up every single day and they don't know what uh, the definition of no or it can't be done. You know, it, it it always can be done. And we've done that. Um, I mentioned cans before, you know, we didn't have any cans, you know, we have a product and we, you know, <laughs> okay, how do we, how do we do this? You know, and, and we were able to do that and be able to secure cans and be able to secure a partnership in the largest can manufacturer in the world. I mean, you know, in, in a relatively short period of time, new flavors, new flavors that are an idea today that can be on Amazon inside, you know, two months, you know, um, to launch, we have a new vi- uh, visual ID that is, is coming out in, in January. Well, you know, we started working on that just a, a month and a half ago, and you you change your whole lineup. So you you have to be agile and in it, in all aspects of the business, and um, and you got to again, it's all about the team and, and the can do attitude. And our founders are right there with you. 
You know, so everything goes through them, you know, so they're available to, hey, we got new flavors, you know, we got to taste this and at Friday at six o'clock, you know, can you be available? Yeah, I can be available. Yeah, whatever it may be, the whole enterprise has to be agile. And um, that's what's really helped on being able to do what we've done in a relatively short period of time. How about growth internationally? What kind of infrastructure and distribution does it take? to kind of get to the international opportunity or, or are you already there? Because obviously there's a, a massive addressable market around the world other than right here in the U.S. Yeah. Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. Back to the strength of our, our founders, the number one um, response on, on any social media platform is when are you coming to fill in the country. <laughs> okay. You know, and, and what a we great hear that feeling. a lot. Yeah. 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 And so, uh, so we, we see that, we read that, we know the level of, of influence each of our founders have, uh, in every country across the world. And it's, and it's, oh, it's significant. So we did just launch in Canada. We launched it about a, a month and a half ago on, uh, on Amazon and Costco. And we're going to be in general market in Canada throughout next year. What did that require? A slight tweak to our, uh, our formula. Uh, but not much. The, uh, the efficacy, the taste, the flavors are, are still all there. You know, we've got, you know, we have to find manufacturing facility in Canada, which we did. So it's made in Canada. So there, there's a level of, of complexity of things that you have to do to go into uh, a new country. But uh, Canada is our first foray. And without a doubt, we've got plans to, to continue that. You know, we'll be in, uh, in more than two countries next year. You know, a lot going in the world right now as we sit here in December of, of 2022, inflation, supply chain. How are you trying to position the company to be able to withstand what, you know, hopefully is a, a transient time, uh, short term challenges? Yeah, no, that's that's presenting every company. You know, our competitors, the Coke and Pepsis of the world, um, the Red Bulls, Monster, you know, they've all they've taken price, you know, to be able to uh, keep up with their margin. We have not taken price and quite honestly don't plan on doing that in the foreseeable future. You know, our our growth has enabled us to simply mitigate any you know, outward inflationary in, in environment with efficiency that comes with scale. We're simply buying a lot more cans right now than we did you know, a year ago. Well, with that, guess what? You get a better price, you know? So, you know, the, the logistics side of it as well, we've got four manufacturing facilities in the United States right now. You know, last year we had one, then two. Okay, well now our logistics costs just dropped, you know? And so, so as we're scaling, as we're growing, you know, the cost mitigation is keeping up with, if not getting better, uh, even in an inflationary environment. I had one last question for you, Mike. Have you had a mentor along the way that really kind of helped you, affected your career? Great question. I've had a number of them. I would say my dad being one that was a very big influential mentor for me. And then, um, you know, I would say I was lucky enough to have a couple great mentors. Uh, one of them, the ex-CEO of, uh, of Nestle Waters, Kim Jeffrey, um, who is still to this day a dear friend and was just a fantastic and continues to be a great mentor, a mentor of mine. I have to tell you, Zoe is one of the most unique business stories I've seen in a while. It's a great brand with an amazing founder group, and I can vouch for the product. It tastes great and definitely delivers the boost you need. And when you think about it, Zoe's success is really just in the first inning. 
They've already experienced formidable success and they have a huge and growing market to go after. From here on in, it's really just about execution and they have the team to do it. Now, welcome to the arena. We're working really hard to bring you exciting guests and great content. If you found this episode insightful, subscribe to the show on your podcast app and leave us a five-star rating. The more the show grows, the more interesting voices we can have on the podcast. And in turn, that should demystify a lot of the stakeholders around public companies and soon-to-be public companies. Thanks for listening. I want to thank Mike Pengi for sharing the Zoa story. The company's really exciting. Cannot wait to see what they're doing next year. This is Tom Ryan. We'll see you next time back in the arena. References to specific stocks are not intended to be recommendations for specific trading behavior. Comments presented on this podcast are intended for informational and educational purposes only and do not represent opinions or recommendations on whether to buy, sell, or hold shares of a particular stock. All investors are advised to conduct their own independent research into individual stocks before making a trading decision. In addition, investors are advised that past stock performance is no guarantee of future price performance.